the Spirit early this morning. So some of you may know what the fruits of the Spirit is and others may not. And so the fruit of the Spirit is everything that's godly. So how the Spirit works in and through believers is through love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness and faithfulness and gentleness and self-control. And really anything outside of that is not godly. And so we speak about the fruits of the Spirit all the time in our house. It's something that's been a guideline to my daughters and to overall just our family in general. And so when we're acting out of the fruit of the Spirit, for instance, if we're angry or we're spiteful or we're anxious, for instance, or confused, then we always say, hold on recognize your emotion and the way that you're feeling, is that the fruit of the spirit? And if the answer is no, then we now start to recognize what's really going on and we start to transition into more of the fruits of the spirit. So if any of those things are feeling are not of God, redirect them. Now, it's really important that you know, I am far from perfect. I will never be perfect, right? I try my best every day to be the very best version of myself, but I fall short a lot. And I wanted to share a story. So my older daughter, Portia, she tends to get very, very angry. And it more or less happens when she has her mind set on something and it doesn't go that way. She gets very, very upset in a very short amount of time. And so we've been really working with her around self-control. And that's just a really important conversation and foundation for us to lay down for her is having self-control. It is okay for her or you or me to feel emotions. It's okay for us to feel waves of, of anger or disappointment or even anxiety. Maybe sometimes we're confused. That's pretty normal. We're human. So we're going to go through a range of emotions. We're going to go through things in our life that trigger those emotions. But the important thing to know is we have complete control over our mind, over our thoughts, over our emotions, the way we behave, the way we act out. And so as we're feeling these emotions within us, Again, addressing them like, okay, I'm angry about this. Why am I angry about this? And really just start to logically think about it. And, you know, sometimes, and I know I've talked about this in previous podcasts, sometimes it's just about like that five minute rule, allowing yourself five minutes to feel angry, depressed, confused, whatever that, that state, disappointed, whatever that state is that you're currently in, just five minutes. Okay. And then after that five minutes to identify, okay, this is how I feel. This is what's caused those feelings. This is the solution. This is how I'm going to work through it. And most of the times it just comes back to acceptance, just accepting that this is what it is. This is the reality that just happened. That was a moment in time, but what am I going to do to make this next moment better? What is the solution to this? And It's something that we deal with a lot in our house. And I'm so proud of my daughter, Portia, because she's getting so much better and it's becoming less and less and less that she has these 
waves of all these different emotions where she's just having a hard time with self-control. And last night they had a sleepover and she left her sleepover bag over at my brother's house and it had her phone, her phone charger in it. It has her toothbrush in it, her toothpaste in it. You know, what else did it have? I think just other few things that she's really attached to. Well, anyways, they didn't get brought home last night. And so she wanted to blame that on her sister because my other daughter said that she was going to go get the sleepover bag and bring it to the car. We got distracted. That never happened. We got home. And so she found that out. So she immediately starts having this meltdown because she didn't have everything that she needed or wanted to have. And she wanted to blame somebody else. And so... We just have learned to just allow her to process that on her own. And sometimes it's like, hey, you need to go to your room and take five minutes and then you can come back up and we can have a conversation. But last night we didn't even need to. Last night she started having that meltdown. She walked down to her room and within like two or three minutes, she came back upstairs. She was completely calm and she said, hey, mom and dad, I just want to apologize to you. I'm sorry for acting that way. And you're right, it's my responsibility. I was like, God is so faithful. He's so good. He's working, right? This is something we've been working on, something we've been praying for. And it's like the the time of these meltdowns or emotions are coming is like getting shorter and shorter and shorter because she's realizing I don't have to stay angry. I don't have to stay disappointed. I don't have to stay in this state of mind. Like I have control to stop it and to turn my attitude around and to be like, you know what? Yeah, I'm disappointed. But next time I'm going to make sure that if it's important to me, it's going to, I'm going to go get the bag myself and I'm going to make sure I have what I need before we leave that place so that when I get home, I have everything I need. And so it was just so, so, so good. It's so amazing. And my other daughter, London, is like complete opposite. She's very, very cool. She's very calm. She's very in tune with her emotions and she has a very, very good self-control. And so when these things are happening in our house, my daughter London is the one that's like calming Portia down, like going to be okay, giving her words of affirmation, just expressing love to her. And that's another thing I do want to share is in the past, when she was starting to get all worked up and start having these breakdowns, my immediate trigger is like, oh my gosh, knock it off. You know, my is frustration for me, like frustration. And I started recognizing that within myself that I needed to have more self-control and more compassion and more gentleness and express, you know, just more overall love towards her and the things that she's going through instead of me acting in frustration or anger or being super, super annoyed, just being like, you know what, I'm going to act in love. And so since I started doing that, that's probably about three months ago that I was like, okay, I'm going to have higher expectations in her to have more self-control to turn around her attitude. And then I'm going to have more expectations of myself to have more self-control to not add fuel to the fire, right? And so now when those things start and I'm like, Portia, you are a child of God. You are loved. You are capable. You are strong. You are brave. And I start giving her these words of affirmation, reminding her that right now the devil is trying to take this little tiny thing and he's trying to make it into this huge, huge fire. And it's really not that big of a deal. 
and it's about talking to her and recognizing this is what's happening and you are loved and you're going to get through this and everything's going to be okay and come here and give me a hug and and just like being loving and warm towards her and I think it's really been helping the both of us grow and become more aware of how we can turn things around quicker and we can turn to the fruits of the spirit. We can find that peace again. And it comes through being patient and being kind and being faithful and being gentle and just trusting God and continuing to say, God, this is something we're going through. And I know that you're bigger than this. You're bigger than any anything. You're bigger than any situation we come across. And I believe in you, God, for you to turn this around and for you to help us with this. And he has because he's faithful. He always hears us. And if we're trying to do the work of him, the the work of the fruit of the spirit, anything that's good and wholesome, he's going to help get us through it. And sometimes it's not as quickly as we want, right? But it again comes back to free will. It comes back to us. It's our responsibility. He's going to assist us and to help us but he can't force us to do anything that we don't want to do or anything we're not making effort to do, even if we're praying for that. So we're praying for this, but faith without works is dead. So that means if you're asking God for something and having faith that God's going to do it, then you have to do your part too. You can't just be praying like, God, I want a new car. Can you please give me a new car? I need a new car. And God's like, sure, I want you to have a new car right? You, you deserve a new car, but what are you going to do to get there? So I'm going to help you. Like I'll put you in position, right? I'll, I'll start lining things up for you, but what are you going to do to get there? Are you going to save the money for the down payment? Are you going to improve your credit score? Are you going to get a job? Like whatever that looks like, but faith without works is dead. So we can't ask Jesus for something if we're not willing to put in the work. So again, that goes back to my daughter, I don't want her to experience this turmoil. I don't want her to experience these things in her life where she feels like things are just spinning out of control and she has no control. It's like, no, you do have control. You have control. So we're asking God for assistance, but in that we're laying the foundation and a reminder that you can do anything. It comes down to self-control. It comes down to understanding that yes, life is not fair. It is not fair. There's always going to be the things that happen that are out of our control, that are disappointing. But we have a choice to say, you know what? Okay, this this is terrible. I don't like this, but this is the reality of the situation. And so now the next decisions and choices that I make are going to try to better this situation. And I'm going to ask God for help and I'm going to do my part so that we can be coming to God bold, but expectations like God, you said God, you said you wanted to do this for me. And he's like, you're right. I do want to do that for you, but you have to do it for yourself too. So just remember that. I wanted to share that. So again, the fruit of the spirit is love and joy and peace and patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So anything that's outside of those things is not of God. Those are of the evil, wicked ways of the devil. And that's if it's lies and deception and confusion and anxiety and fear, those things are not of God. So you really need to recognize what is godly and what's outside of God. And then understand that you're in control. You have the option and the choice to change 
the trajectory of your thoughts and your mindset, even though it may not look good and it may not feel good and it may be absolutely terrible, that there's still something happening within you. And when you can control those things and go, okay, okay, all right, God, I'm just going to give this to you. I'm going to give this to you, God, because I know you're bigger and I know you can handle the situation. So will you just speak to me? Will you lead me? Will you guide me? Will you help me and tell me what I can do? And I promise you time after time after time, he will remain to be faithful. God bless you. I hope this helps. Take care.